Please do not keep sucking it out. Lord, I'm going to punch you in your forehead. Um, Yeah. What's up, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Kennel Talk Podcast. Your boy, Cadet, the bow-legged assassin. And your boy, DJ Kid G. With a couple guests, a lot of guests. Hopefully, we have order in the room today. Uh, We got three special guests, one of which is from a podcast our very own Mr. Kid G was on. Uh... A little while ago, I, I, under my understanding, it was recorded a while ago and just put out. But you know, whatever. Okay, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna let y'all introduce yourselves real quick, starting with the host of Solidify, right? That's how you say it. Yes. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Merlin. Uh, everyone calls me Lily, and I am the host of Solidify podcast. Word. And then we have. Who wants to go? Nobody? Anybody? No? Uh, sure. Um, I'm Abigail, and I am a creative director and owner of this company called A Wardrobe Company. And I supply uh, wardrobe resources for commercials, film, and TV. And you work with my baby mama, Tiana Taylor. Okay. Right, that part. Facts. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm going to know you for at the end of the day. Anyway... <laughs> And Ella, man, you look like Harry Potter, low key. Go ahead, introduce wow. yourself. I like your glasses. Hi, everybody. I'm back. You know, this is not my first go around with Kennel Talks. Um, also, talk. uh, I guess everybody's doing big things. I just feature. So whenever you, they need me, I'm here. So either on Solidify or Kennel Talk. Facts. Hi, everybody. I'm back. Then we're going to record how you say talk and keep that as like a plug in for the, for the podcast. All right, what's new with everybody, man? Kid, you good, man? Your knees all right? You still a uh, cripple? It's it's knee first and foremost, not knees. Um, what else? I'm all right. I'm yeah. all right. You said knees, your knees, your knees, plural. My knee is okay because I only had one knee operated on. I added two words. Go ahead, continue, sir. You old yeah, 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 yeah. No, I didn't. It has nothing to do with age, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm taking drugs, doing PT, and taking more drugs and doing PT. Don't like the way the drugs make me feel, but that's that's really about it. Other than that, I mean, you know, I'm kicking, I'm at it, doing the same old, same old work, school, play. Have you recently bit. say you uh, you still gonna go to a certain day party even as a cripple? Uh, um, I'm hoping uh, my third level of PT comes up and I can do more than just you know not be crippled. Hey, can we talk about your wardrobe selection for your PT class? Like, what you had going on? Like sweatpants. Black socks, boat shoes? Um, no, no. Actually, I had blue jeans, black socks, and boat shoes. And the reason is... Nigga, you had sweatpants on, bro. No, go back. I, I'll show you the level. I had on blue jeans. As a matter of fact, these are the same blue jeans I had on. But, um, nah, I had those because I have work right after. So I got PT at 9, mm-hmm. and at, like, 
I had PT from nine to ten, and at eleven I had to go to work. So it was like either get dressed for PT, PT and rush and get dressed for uh, work while I have a bum knee, which isn't the business. So I ended up going there with jeans, basically what I would go to work with. All right, so that's long winded. Never mind for asking. Yes, All so right, we're gonna go ahead and go to the topics. Fault. Jesus, I was hoping you're gonna wrap fault. that up. So, Gerald, do you not understand? <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. He understands the the concept of essay talk. He gonna speak a whole essay to you. And I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give it to you from part A to part B to part C. He go he's the type to make you regret and say, How you doing? Man, well today, my brother. Um, you know. Like, all right, so we're going to go ahead and move on to the first topic here. Uh, definitely had this topic in the bank for a little bit, but we had to, you know, get get the female point of view. Uh, but the first question or topic we have today is, uh, why do women think men have to be the only one with self-control or be the bigger person in, for example, an argument or disagreement, whatever it may be? So remember, we're going alphabetical, so it would be abs. Uh, wait, but who says, like, is that a general statement, though? Um, like it's a general, so it's whatever how you feel, how you want to interpret that, that topic there. Um, I don't... Because as a guy, okay, so first, okay, let me, let me give you a little synopsis real quick. Not even a synopsis, mm-hmm. just my point of view as a man. Um, I kind of feel like in dealing with some women in the past, they've felt that as a man, like, you shouldn't react. You know, like if you react the same way that they would react to something, it's like, you're not me. You should be the bigger person. I don't have to be or I don't want to be. Or basically stop acting like a bitch. That as well. Yeah. Mm. But okay. okay, So like, how is that? How is that acting like a bitch if you disagree with something? I think what the thing, the, the thing is, is that men don't learn. They don't know how to check women. And... Y'all don't know how to check women for real because if if someone is telling you like, hey, uh, you did this and it, it makes me feel this way or whatever, you're just simply communicating and someone tells you like, oh, you speaking up is you being a bitch or, you know, some type of like weakness is shown in that. That is where you need to train because not all women that you're meeting are going to have like this uh, this concept of like responsibility and maturity. This is fact. So would you say that 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 kind of plays more so on the people they dealt with in the past that let them get away with certain things? Because I always when I look at that type of situation, I'll be like my first instinct is what kind of dude were you dealing with before? You know what I'm saying? To, to have you feel like you could say some out of pocket things like that. So her mic is cut off. Um, I can answer in that regard. Uh, I can't. But that doesn't make any sense. Oh. Go ahead, go ahead, Liz. We hear you. Okay, no. Um, to me, it's not just about the men that she's dealt with in the past. What about her household? How did she grow up? How did he grow up? It's also communication on how you've seen other people in their relationships that you've looked up to, whether your parents, your siblings, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles. If their normalcy is disrespect, cursing each other out, saying oh, you're being a B about whatever, um, then that's how they're going to act in whatever relationship that, that they're in. It's not necessarily just the man in the past or the woman in the past. It's up to that person to know what's right and wrong. So if we're in a relationship, I'm going to communicate or you should be communicating or expressing 
what's considered disrespectful language Mm -hmm. in an argument how do you want us to communicate with each other you should check it and what what the saying is how do you check somebody respectfully it's communication hey i don't like how you're talking to me right now when it comes down to this conversation we need to be able to talk to each other without yelling Without cursing. Calling people each other. Just calling me. each other out of our, our names or whatnot. No, calling each other out of our names, that means you don't have respect for me, period. Facts. I don't care who you are. Yeah, right? that's how I feel. I feel like calling someone out of their name is not something that you need to teach someone is wrong. Like, you know that's wrong because you wouldn't talk to your boss like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if your boss tells you but something, you disagree. But boss, not your spouse. Again, think about where they're coming from in their household. How did they grow up? If that's normal to them, so when they're at home, that's normal talk. That's normal language. Right. Until yeah. they meet someone who tells them that it's not. So it does, in a, in essence, need to be taught to an extent. It, it is a taught behavior. I agree. Because it, it's all dependent on wh- how you were raised and where you were raised at. Because a lot of people, a lot of some women would tell you, well, you know what? I wasn't raised for a man to sit here and tell me how to talk to them. If I feel some type of way, I'm going to go ahead and say it. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? And that's just the way that they were raised to talk to somebody. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we hear you now. Yes, all right, Lily, I'm going to let you answer because he's just going to jump in front of you. We, we already know how no, that's going to go. No, I mean. I was just agreeing. I was just agreeing. Liz stole, literally, Liz stole my answer. Y'all related, right? So, you know. Unfortunately, yeah. She, she, she don't need to say answer. unfortunately. You know, it's that cousin love. You did. You did. I mean, I, I have nothing else to say. She literally said every single thing that I was going to say. So, it's, it's, it, it's. I mean, it definitely stems from um, what you grew up seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a fact, like, and you know, growing up in my household, like, I didn't get to see what an, what it meant to have an effective communication. You know what I mean? Um, so, and but, your background is what? Because I think we can all relate to that. You're you're uh, Haitian. As, as, yes, yeah, absolutely. Right. So we um, already know the island vibes, the you, communication. You know, but it's it's not always it's not it's, it's not, not always. Haitians. It's not it's not all Haitians. I and you know, with my parents they had they, when it came to effective communication just did not happen. But because of what I saw, I decided that, you know what, I have to make sure that I do better. And that's where a lot of people fall because in life it's it's two options. It's either you're going to repeat the cycle or you end it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um so definitely, you know, stems from how you were brought up. All right, kid, you, how yeah, you feel? Yeah, so what I was saying. Oh, my fault. Yeah, yeah, that's right. My fault. Go ahead. <laughs> my bad. I forgot you did, like, get all fucked up. Go ahead. My fault. But she she piggybacked off of what I said. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, you can't really, like, a child is a direct reflection of their parents. Okay, we're all just products. So whatever downloads that your parents have, that's as far as you will go. So if your dad or your mom is on Windows 95, guess what? You're you're operating on Windows 95. Not Windows 95. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you expect to emulate somebody that's been in a relationship? How do you expect to emulate a girl that's in a relationship with a, 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 a guy who treats her nice if you never had those examples? Like, your mother knows no examples of that. She's still bad mouths men or whatever. These are just, like constant conditioning into like young ladies and they don't even know so now you have like the syndrome of just okay well i this is how i outlook this is how i look at men and this is how my mother told me that men are supposed to be i would like to say that i actually agree with um all the ladies to a certain extent um you know when it comes to communication and and being damaging within communication you can actually be damaging communication by actually uh being spoiled too um, and not know how to talk to people. So, for instance, like I was dealing with a girl, and she, whenever she had something to 
that was wrong with her and something was going on with her, she used to be able to tell me, okay, this is what's wrong with me. This is why I didn't like that. But the minute I have something that I, you know, had a problem with or I wanted to address, it was saw as I was complaining. Why are you complaining? This is are you always complaining? I always it's like, okay, is it not wrong to complain about something that I don't want to see or I don't want to experience as a man? Like, is it not okay for me to address that? And no matter how I did it, it wasn't even like she was being rude, but she was not trying to hear what I had to say because to her she saw it as complaining. But when she has something to say, what was it's a good example of that? Can you give us an example of that? Um, let's just say, for instance, it could be something like um the way you address me like the way you talk to me right like if you talk to me any kind of way like oh oh like basically talking to me like a ch- as a child in mm-hmm. a sense I, I can't really give you examples because i can give I, I can give you an example it could be something like um just attention right when a woman asks for attention it's like as a man we're supposed to just drop everything and do as such but God forbid a man is you know wanting attention from a, maybe a girl he's interested in a girl he's dating or whatever it's like, oh, you're being whiny or you're being annoying or, you know, it's just, it's different. It's reciprocated different because it's not always the man that wants the attention. It's usually the woman that's like, oh, I want, you know, quality time or I want to, I want to be able to talk to you. Or I want access to you. Right. Usually, mm-hmm. you know, so if a man steps out of that, I guess if you want to call it traditional role, it's kind of like, it's not really reciprocated how a man would, I guess, reply to a woman saying that because if a woman says it, it's kind of like you know okay i got you i'm gonna do it but when a dude does it it's like why are you being a little whiny bitch go ahead Liz. it's all about maturity mm. mm-hmm. amen mm-hmm. that's all it boils down to is maturity if you know you're with somebody who um and, and i can't even say crazy attention everybody has different love languages right mm-hmm. my love language may not be the same as your love language your love language may just be touching and affectionate Mm-hmm. And then my and then my word um my love language maybe just be quality service and words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. You have to treat you got to meet me where I'm at. You can't talk to me the way that I expect to be talked to, right. and I can't do the same thing to you. Yes. So it's maturity and getting to know who your partner is, and then it all stems back again to communication. Right, and I think the conversation should shouldn't be centered around just females, um, because respect is a genderless thing, and it, it goes both ways. And so, if we start to just incorporate these proper uh, ways of just communicating, and it, like I said, this is all from just people in the house with their parents, and then they come out into the world and they start acting this way, and it's just like, yo, who raised you? Why are you like this? And I feel like that 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 happens both ways because I know the question was why why women think men have to be the only ones with self control or being a bigger person. And I feel like a person who understands like how relationships work with is you know back and forth. Uh, you should be privy to the fact that respect is um, is a minimum. Mm. Amen to that. Amen. Because I don't even know the last time I called a woman out her name. So like I don't know I don't see how or I don't understand how women. Like, a woman calling a man a bitch or a woman calling a man fuckboy or whatever of the sorts, like, I feel like that shit is so disrespectful, dog. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, if I were to, 
Like, God forbid, a man called Liz a bitch. Like, I already know. Like, <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> we already been there, done that. You know how we what? Been, <laughs> been there, done that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was in a parking lot. It was all of us. <laughs> what? Who was there? I was there. Yeah, it was me, you. I ain't gonna name nobody else's name, but me, you, and Gerald. We were all there. What was Clarence was there? Yeah, I remember. I remember. He said he was yeah. gonna pop the trunk. Yo, you was there. Yeah. Yeah, you know when he popped the trunk and then them them dudes. Y'all, the, you kept closing it. Yeah, hit the, hit the car dog and I ran and yeah. got the license plate. Yeah, 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 yeah. They hit uh they hit um old boy uh Donald's yeah, yeah. Donald's rental yeah. car. Yeah, yeah, I remember that shit. That nigga said we I'm about to pop the trunk. Life. I said what? Ran yeah, towards his ass. Right back there. I ran ran towards him. I ain't finna run away from you, nigga. I ain't finna let you get to the I trunk. I ran to the car and slammed the trunk right back. Yeah, down. I remember that shit. Yeah, that's true. See, that. yeah, yeah, you nah. Ain't no trunks over here. Nah, hell no, nah, nigga. You should have nope. kept that shit in your damn lap. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I do think that res- uh, respect is a minimum. I completely agree with that. The same way, because not not because you guys are very mature women. You feel me? And not everybody out there either that listens to the to this podcast or goes out in the world is, you know, an adult as a woman or male. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I just feel like calling anybody outside of their name is just, like, the most disrespectful, demeaning thing. And I can only say I've only done it to two women. And to this day, I don't take any of that back. One of them, your homegirl. But anyway. um, We know. Yeah. No, no, no. There's no one. G no one. Because that's why he's smiling like that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I have to disagree when it comes down to saying respect is a minimum. Respect is a maximum. If there's no respect, there's nothing. You right. No, it means like the bare minimum, meaning like you can't even come okay. in here without meeting the prerequisites of just respect, my nigga. Like that okay. shit is free. <laughs> but then but then also too, like, okay, what we deem respect may not be what someone else is else deem respect like that's why you gotta talk to each other nah it's respect right because because you don't have like i said i'm gonna bring back the boss thing like you're not gonna go to work and see your boss and they tell you something you don't like and be like yo you acting like a bitch you not finna say that because you know it's disrespectful money of course i'm not gonna say that that's cutting off my supply to paying off my bills but i would say that to that nigga if that nigga wasn't cutting the check right so and then also (laughs) real nigga shit and also too you gotta also remember, Cadet, not everybody is cut from the same cloth. Mm-hmm. Just because you think another another nigga won't cuss a nigga out because you're my boss, there's some niggas out there they would do their job, they would come to work and do do their job. And as soon as the but the boss try to cut them off or do something stupid, they check their boss right in front of their employees or whatever the case may be. I'm not the one. I come to work. I do what I gotta do. Don't talk to me any kind of way. Yeah, I don't get. I don't. Right there and there. It, it's all about how you um you carry yourself too. Like you know. I'm at work, you know, I'm going to do my job 110%, but, like, I can't say that I've been disrespected at work. And anytime it was a situation like that, like, I agree, you got to check that shit right then and there. Um, but as far as work, it's about how you carry yourself. And and people only going to treat you how they, like, what they can, they feel like they can get away with. If they feel like they can get away with calling you a bitch and you're not going to say nothing, you're not going to do nothing, you're not going to react, then that's just what the conversation is going to be till you decide that you want to grow up and be like, yo, I don't want to deal with this no more. Because a lot of women get called bitches all day and they, they turn around and say, I love this man. Or they get their ass whooped mm-hmm. and say, I love this man, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's all about what you allow to happen or be said to you at the end of the day. But um, we good on that. Anybody else got any uh, feedback on that? But blatantly disrespecting someone just says more about yourself anyway. Absolutely. The person doing um, the disrespecting? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like you're 
in a relationship with your partner and for you to feel so comfortable to call your partner out of their name that mm-hmm. says so much about who you are as a person. Absolutely. Um, so, Sometimes, yeah. hold on, Sometimes. okay, hold on, hold on. Say that. I, I like, I like where you're going. Can you like, what would you say that says about the person though? It's raggedy well, ghetto. For, absolutely, like. <laughs> You're trash. I'm sorry. Junkie. It sounds harsh. It sounds harsh, but no, like, oopah, bet. Oopah, Now, but, 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 sometimes, but sometimes, though, the disrespect can cannot only be calling somebody out their name. Oh, oh. It's how you treat them. It's how you treat them. Like, you can say something very, very, very disrespectful on some like, yo, you would not talk to your sister that way. You would not talk to your mother that way. But you talk to me that way. What gives you mm-hmm. the audacity to do so? You know right. what I'm saying? And it's like, if I would have did that to you, you would have been on on another level. Of on high. 10. And that's mm-hmm. where the problem be lying with me. Like, don't say no shit to me that if I turn around and said to you, it'd be fucking World War Z in this bitch. You feel me? Absolutely. You feel me? Like You know, like, but one should ask it, uh, like themselves, like, what... Why do they feel so comfortable talking to you like that? You know what I'm Facts. saying? And how did you even get into the orbit of being around that person? Correct. Well, 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 let me let me say this. Sometimes the beast doesn't come out until a certain time. You know what I'm saying? People show face for, for but so long. You know how you get, get to know somebody and you get to know them, you get to know them, you get to know them, and they slowly turn into the different person over time no the subtle the subtle signs are there we it's just there. thank you yeah, yeah the subtle there. signs they're are there, there. we yeah. just ignore they're it there. i i yeah. it's human nature to ignore what you want to ignore until it's time to see it absolutely be there. Cool, cool. And, and sometimes it may take another person that you know be like yo you really gonna deal with that like absolutely when did you change to allow this type of uh for them okay Liz. for the most for the most part i'd say yes but sometimes bro a person can change. Don't know what changed that person. Don't know if it's a break that you took from that person and you came back and the person just went like, yo, I'm I agree. Not. You know what I'm saying? I like agree. They, There's a trigger. There might be a, a trigger. trigger that makes that person more from Batman to freaking, what's his name? A clown. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who said a clown? Uh, a clown. <laughs> I said that shit. A fucking clown. But um, so right. are we going to? So are we going to continue to make excuses for people just being a horrible human being? Hell no! There's no excuse for it. No, you, you no have control. No. Oh, there was no excuses there. Okay, nah, <laughs> you have control. With, there's no excuses. I am an advocate for classing people the moment things happen. Don't right. Let things fester. Right. Like just mention it casually. It doesn't have to be this big shebang confrontation all the time to check somebody. It should just be like it should be a one time thing. If the that? person really cares, they'll make that change right away. Thank Agree. You. Yes. Yeah. If they Absolutely. really care to have you, if you say like, "Yo, I'm not trying to deal with this," you know, disrespectful language or how you treat me. If you do it again, like I'm out. If the person really wants you to be around, they're not gonna, mm-hmm. you know, repeat that energy. But, but I, I will, I will say this though too, cadet. To add on it, some people just like toxic, toxic, toxicity. So by by that, I mean you could say it one way. They they don't want you to say it one way to them. They want you to say it in another way. You know how. A, you ever met these females? They'd be like, "Oh yeah, I don't." It's like how the way you said it. It's how you said it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Bullshit. if you talk to me, if you talk to me gentle, if you talk to me gentle, then talk to me I nice. Don't, I don't talk to me nice. I, I don't I don't reciprocate it that way. But if you say, "Hey bitch, stop stop talking to me that way," and it's like, oh, 
Oh, oh, you talking about the ones where you gotta like put them against the wall? Yeah, put them against the wall and be like, "Yo, don't, don't play with me." I told my brother that a long time ago. I said, "Do not let, do not be around any woman that that brings you out of character." Yeah, but but you'd be surprised though, because that's what that's what they're used to. That's, that's what, they what they're used on. to. They, they yeah. thrive. Yeah. And, and then they'll be so quick to tell you. You, you oh, know he what? He was a walk-on. He you, was a walk-on. Listen, some people, on. those type of relationships is how they define your love for them. Absolutely. And that's that shit is so bring, weird. It's toxic. But think about the music. That was, their, that was their definition of love growing up. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so because that's what they grew up seeing, they automatically define love as toxicity mm. or, you know? or or they'll say something like this oh you ain't no man you can't control me you can't control me oh what's that yeah, what's that thing what's that thing like don't ever let a man control you <sighs> don't ever let a man control you niggas ain't shit blah blah blah, blah. what's but that they, stupid they ass shit like a... what's that stupid shit that women love to say uh not oh, women God. not women don't do that don't do that no it'd be women it'd be women we're going there no no back in ips back in ips listen what's that thing oh what is it? Handle me or something like that? Damn, I can't remember. No, nah, that is very low vibrational, sir. It is, that's but that's the world we live in these days. Low bright, low vibration ass women. Like you guys are like becoming an extinct group of people. Nah, okay, nah, but, the but high connect, vibration connect people. She was ready to snap. Yeah, she was. <laughs> you people, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but it's true though. And 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 notice notice this. Mostly girls in your in your percentage of being the way that you guys are, most of y'all single. Yeah. The women the women in that caliber are single. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not talking that, down. I'm not talking down. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I'm just saying I'm just saying nowadays the 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 the, the, gener, the generation that we live in they they live in to- toxic toxic yeah. relationships. But you gotta think about where the toxic relationships are stem from. The music that we listen to, the t- movies and the TV shows that we watch. Social media. Social media for sure. It's all of that that's being um, uh, that whole bought not built syndrome. Yeah. They want stuff that's already, you know, shake and bake ready. Yeah. Microwave generation. Yeah. Oh, well. mm, Speak on it, woman. Microwaves. We know why microwaves are important. Because you're lazy sometimes. (laughs) Niggas is lazy. I'm that absent. We know why microwaves are important. Don't do it. What'd you say, Repeat what you said, Abigail. I said, you know, microwaves are microwaves. You use microwaves for what they're intended for. Not all the time you want to get on the stove and cook something. But that was me trailing off. Mm. Um, Okay. Well, we we know what you mean by that, though. Right. All right. So I got the next topic here. We got um, are men allowed to be vulnerable with their emotions? Absolutely. Absolutely. How do you Ooh. figure? How do you figure? And and, and I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you where this comes from. I'm gonna tell you where this comes from, right? Um, and I'm gonna give also examples. So I was watching. You know, I listen to other podcasts, and I was watching. Uh, I am athlete. It probably it went viral with Chad Ochocinco when he was talking about his mother. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he was talking about his mother, and he broke down and cried, but he was still trying to hold it in, right? So, in in y'all opinion as women, do you feel men? Either the the guys like you know family friends people that you've been in a relationship. Do you feel like they felt like they could be vulnerable with you as women? Oh yeah, I always get the men who I always make men feel 
vulnerable, like comfortable being themselves. Oh man, man, stop throwing you. You having niggas crying for no damn reason in the fetal position? No, it's not. Fucking Medusa, bro. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, I don't know what to say. That. <laughs> no, I'll play. I'll play. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yo, so you you make men feel comfortable, uh, and then you snatch yeah, their hearts. It's uh, men. Just like you know how, like when a woman has really been like treated good, like mm-hmm. good, she's different. Men are the same way. If you can get a man to where he feels like Superman every day, and he's just ready to just go conquer some shit, like that is a whole different person. And if that man's able to go to the moon just off of you telling him that he's able to go to the moon, that's enough for him to go to the moon. And I'm saying this because vulnerability for men is as important as being like a warrior. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're in a position to lead, you need to be able to resonate with people on an emotional level. You can't just be like this tyrant, this this dictator trying to just run things all the time. You should Unemotional. Be personable. You should be able to relate to people. You should have emotional intelligence. You should be able to communicate effectively as a leader. And that's what every man wants to be. I mean, that's what they've been saying. But Abigail, in order in order for a man to feel that way, and this is just me speaking on the fact that I feel like there's a lot of women that I've dated or gone on dates with that I feel like I would never be able to be vulnerable with them because when it comes to my emotions, they're incompetent. Okay, and, so that and, says more about you though than the women that you're absolutely not. And I'm, why and does it not? That. Why does it not? You're attracting these women in continuing situations. No, no, no. no. I didn't say all. I said some. What is it about you that attracts some of that type of women? Because Joe's an asshole. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> but mean, but yeah. still. <laughs> but still though, like if if I sit here and I'm I, I, just as much as I'm an asshole, I, I definitely do communicate very well. As you can see, I got a gift of gab. So I explain everything that I need to explain about me and how I like things to be done, period. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, if I'm feeling some type of way because you did something and you can't acknowledge that, but yet when you move, when you even move your head differently, I know exactly what's wrong with you. I know how you feel, when you feel, what you do, what you don't, what you don't do, and and how you like to be treated. Okay, so Gerald, that is your superpower. What you need to do is find a, a woman that knows exactly what that superpower is, and basically the elixir to providing that constant state of you. That's basically what needs to happen. People assume that you're supposed to meet this and then change them. No, you should always assume somebody's being their authentic selves all the time. I if agree. Someone is a terrible person. Take that. That's who they are. What it is, Facts. Okay? I wouldn't say that they're know, terrible. Like, oh, can I deal with this? If you can deal with a person on their worst day forever, that's how you're supposed to do the math. If this is you on a very shitty day, can I deal with this forever? Because one should always assume that I will be put in a in, in a situation where I might have to deal with this on a long period of time. And or at I least cannot, 18 years. Yeah, if I cannot, you know, survive that, then you should, you have no business being with that person. Okay, Lele, how you feel about that? Are men allowed to be vulnerable and have they have you do you feel like men have been able to be vulnerable with you? Yes, um, absolutely. And they are uh, allowed to be vulnerable because if you can be vulnerable, then there's absolutely um, there's no foundation. Honestly, Um, it's like what what exactly are we doing? Um, If I'm but at the same time, though, I think as well, sometimes it depends on who the, the person's partner 
is because a lot of time, like mm -hmm. for, for, for me, in order for me to be vulnerable with someone, you have to make me feel comfortable enough mm -hmm. to, to be comfortable, you know, to be yeah. vulnerable with Facts. you, you know, um, and like, for example, like some at, at times, you know, someone can actually be a decent human being, but they come across this person that just brings this you know, horrible, ugly side out of them. And it's not like, it's like, it's not because I'm this person. It's because you're so toxic. So I have to respond. You feel me? Ooh, I to me. respond to what you just said. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead. Yes, yes, Lord. I don't know if you guys know about shadow work. Do you what? know about shadow work? No, explain nah. what shadow work is. Shadow work is just the work that needs to be done within yourself that you don't, no one else is privy to. So if you have certain like uh, resentment towards people and you're just trying to cover that up as if it's like it doesn't matter, these things arise in your relationships. So if you are finding someone that is making you literally hulk out, that person is evoking, like activating that side of you of which you have not dealt with. Meaning you might have a temper on you, right? And you're just cool as a fan, cool as a fan. Because that person just has the combination to that temper, that's what makes you come out. It's not even actually the person. It's the unchecked, why is that there in the first place for that person to tap into? Mm. I agree. I agree. And I say I agree based off of um, how I've been moving these past few months. So from mm -hmm. the end of 2020, I can't even say the end of 2020, from 2020 till now. Right. Going through and checking myself to see, hmm, what have I suppressed mm -hmm. that I never dealt with that can easily be triggered? Yes. Okay. So. Mm. Damn, y'all finna have me doing it's, some it's a, soul it's searching after this one. Of what Lilith and Abs is saying when it comes down to shadow work and that person bringing a level of toxicity that makes mm -hmm. you want to respond. <clears throat> right. So my mindset has been calm yourself down from the response yes teach yourself not to respond i deleted a whole paragraph the other night uh -huh. <laughs> i was gonna go in <laughs> like, see me not everything deserves a response okay. not everything deserves a reaction sometimes Ooh. you just gotta let it go oh I, I i like that i like that that's for somebody that's that's um mature mature, mature. emotionally mature mm -hmm. i'm gonna say that i'm motherfucking not <laughs> and that's all not. right and that's all but right. You see, because but, you know what? No, no, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I, the reason, let me get this thought out because I'm going to forget it. Um, The reason why I'm saying that is because I hear what you're saying, but I refuse to make excuses and blame myself for somebody else's fucking fucked up attitudes and know how to press people's buttons. Fuck them. Okay? No, 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 no. no. Yeah, this nigga's yeah, triggered. He's triggered. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> So, Gerald, two things. First thing, the reason you thinking like that will always get you the woman that you don't want, number one. So check that. That's your homework. Mm. You need to go and dive deep into your shadow self. She came on our podcast to give you homework. You to not I've been doing homework, sweetheart. Number two, when it comes to things like that, okay, I want you to take the example of somebody holding a gun. A gun is not going to kill somebody on its own. Someone is going to pull the trigger, okay? So if someone's like at you, at you, at you, your response is not to be like, okay, well, I'm going to one-up you and I'm going to do this and, you know, you're going you gonna, you gonna to know today. It's not like that. But it feels you good. 
It feels when good. That person, no, no, no. When that person is toxic, you're supposed it's... to let them in their toxicity. You should not have it on you. It's like getting dirty. If somebody's coming to you and you see they're full of just dirt, just coming from outside, and you got an all white suit on, of course you're not gonna back up. Do not touch mm. me. Please. Face full of makeup, see, white shirt. See, okay, see, back see, up. So this is how this is how I feel. I feel like as okay. So as a child, when we tried our parents, our parents would tell us one time. Will tell us two times. After a while, they take the bell out, they whoop our asses, and we and we and we and they we made them pull the trigger, right? So this is why I feel. I feel like if That's I tell you once, line. wait, wait. I I feel like if I feel like if I told you once, I told you twice, and you still try me. Now I gotta show you. Now I gotta show you because I can't. You made me come out my face. No, 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 no. If no, I no, told you once, you I need... told you twice. The third time, you need to walk away. Exactly. You need to come out your face. Uh, your po- the person doesn't respect you enough to stop doing it. Sometimes so you gotta teach that person away. a lesson and then walk away. No, you, you don't walk it. away. <laughs> you, you still did. Then I'm walk tell away. You something right now, and I hope you never forget it. Anything that you're about to do to someone is nothing in comparison to what life will teach that person. I swear to you. There's been things that people have done to you, and you're like, damn, bro. And you never got them back. And I agree. See them later Ooh, on. I agree. I agree, girl. Let me get you. Oh, you be one, too. Yes. Yes. Like, bro, people, like, karma is their karma. You don't have to interject. Karma don't forget. But, but, part of the karma. Mana karma. I believe in Jesus Christ. Jesus is mine, said the Lord. Amen. Whatever. Go whatever. For it. When it comes oh, what, to what, treating what? people, when it comes to treating people, uh, any sort of way, you need to be in control of how you treat people. No one should influence you and control you to acting or reacting. I feel you. Low shit. I okay. get it. I understand. And you got to be mature enough to, to to take in what she's taking. I'm going to let you know right now, I'm not mature enough. So I'm going to add on top of their karma <laughs> because I'm the type of motherfucker. I'm going to make sure you remember me on top of your cancer, it's on top of your kids, on top of all kinds me. of shit. Fuck that. Listen, I, I made a post today and I think it kind of correlates to this conversation. I was like, yeah. there's strength and control and weakness and lack of thereof. Mm-hmm. I've had moments where, like, I look back at an argument or me snapping in a situation and, like, I don't like it. Like, I don't like coming out of my character because mm-hmm. it was a moment of, you know, weakness, right? And nobody wants to be weak. Yeah. As men, we always, you know, are we supposed to be strong and we're supposed to be in control. Alert. That was the topic of the, the day is, you know, men men having this uh, this persona of we have to be in control of ourselves at all times. But it's like... Like Kiji is saying, it's like sometimes, man, we we're weak. Cause I'm the type I'm of person. Weak. This is why sometimes this is why I react. Like I had to talk to my homegirl Clinda, you know, about a situation where she was just like, "You got too much to lose to be reacting to these situations." You know what I'm saying? Like you may be mm-hmm. able to protect yourself, but you know, you may put other people in in harm's way. You know, like. Yes. What I might do may may end up coming over on somebody else, aka fiance yes. or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, not every situation deserves a reaction. I agree. Yes. But for me, sometimes it's like I'm the type of person I stay out the way. I don't necessarily bother anybody. I don't. I be I be having a lot of shit to talk shit about on Instagram. I could look at a million people's pictures and be like, damn. Well, I could go in. But hey, something hey, in my hey, head is though. just, I could, but I don't. I don't, though. I don't. That's what I'm saying. So it's like control. So when when I'm the person that's controlling myself and controlling these petty, you know, thoughts in my head, and then the person still finds a way to come out of their way and, like, you know, provoke me, it's like, well, damn. 
Like this, like the bear well, is that's sleeping. A good example for that. But then you poke because the you bear. Put yourself side by side by this person. Mm-hmm. Cadet, if you're in the 12th grade, why are you looking back at a third grader and wanting to be like a third grader? <laughs> oh, okay. trust me, I chill. I chill. So, I don't so do can what I, I want to do. So can I give y'all an example of, of me being calm? So at work, right? I, I come in every day, mind my own business, get in my own little cubicle, you know, do my own thing. And there's this common kid that keeps coming over. I don't know what it is with him. Come over, says something. I hope you don't listen always, to this shit. I, I don't give a fuck. What I told wait, him. Wait, hey, wait, so, the wait, shit wait, edited. Wait. So, so he comes over every day for about three, four months, just <laughs> telling me what I'm not doing on my. He's team. so angry today. <laughs> telling me what I'm not doing on my team. Oh, you didn't do this. Oh, you didn't do that. You're not my manager. You're not my superior. You're not nothing. So one. So this is me telling him, "Hey, man, I'm cool. You know, calm every day, every day. Hey, man, relax. Just ha ha ha. Go to your seat. You know." So one day he came at my desk and I was not with it. So I turned around to him. He started saying this. And I said, hey man, go find your fucking seat because at the end of the day if we was not in this building, I would I would definitely tell you something about your life and I would put my hands on you and everybody said, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Till this day, this nigga don't never come on my side again. Sometimes <laughs> you gotta let a nigga know, like stop. But that could have easily I'm, turned into an EEO complaint, nigga. You could have been like, "Yo, I feel like I feel threatened." And next thing you know, you either fired or you fucking no transferred. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not gonna <laughs> tell nobody. I'm gonna handle my shit myself because you keep coming here acting like you're a manager or some shit. I'm gonna show you my true colors now. Now, now I'm the angry black person. Yes, I am. Get the fuck away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, wait, where are you at in management? I'm nowhere in management. I'm just the employee. And so is he. And so is he. I feel that, and though. So I feel he. that. If we're the same, my nigga, don't be coming at me like you're a supervisor. I'm though. the coolest person ever. You and hey, stop moving. Mind. Stop moving. Your hey, mic is fucking up. Don't worry about it. Y'all. Hey, hey. I'm trying to tell you. And then they don't come to my corner no more. Hey, all you had to do, hey, all you had to do was say that. Hey, Never mind. I smile every day. I kiki. <laughs> After a while, I can't ha ha he no more. I'm not with it. This I'm nigga's mad. He's venting right I'm now. We kind of we definitely went off topic. All right, as a man, Kid G, have you felt like you've always been able to be vulnerable in in situations dealing with women, um, whether friendships, yeah, your, your oh, family, friendships, friendships, all of absolutely. the above though, all of the above. No, relationships. no, not all, not all the above. Okay, and why, why? Friendships, friendships. Skip the friendship. Because if you're good on friendship, we don't need to talk about that. Let's talk yeah, about yeah. which one okay, you can. Okay, so so I feel like um, there's a like like Lele was saying. There's a specific. I don't know if it was Lele, but there was there's a specific um, realm that you have to be in as a man to be vulnerable, like to to actually uh, feel like lowering your walls. You won't feel attacked or. Um, you won't feel like your words are going to be used against you as a mm-hmm. man. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I get that comfortability with people like Liz, Lily, Abigail, y'all boys. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I feel like I could be myself. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in a relationship, right, or I'm I'm experiencing somebody, for that matter, and... Fucking. Experiencing. Um, That's a new I mean, word for just fucking, you know, like... You know, I like that. It's such a lounge Experiencing someone. It is. I'm, I'm a lounge person. So when you I'm experience somebody... these hoes. Okay. All right. Damn. That's a good one. You, was, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm, I'm just... I'm, I'm taste testing. Yeah, I'm doing all kinds shirt. of stuff. So at the end of the day, right? Um, You try you try, and you give them little hints that you want to be, like, a little bit vulnerable with them. But they say off the wall shit, or they say, well, well they, or they use your words against you. That to me makes me they make they're too comfortable in within their realm 
to make me feel uncomfortable. So, so Gerald, you said once, but in your relationship. So how are you? How are these people crossing over this bridge of relationship if they're not? If you don't feel that comfortability, if they're not satisfying you. Yeah. Wait, wait. I don't. I don't ever have to feel vulnerable to be in a relationship. Like, let's let's well, put that out there. That's that's a very intimate thing to do, Gerald. That's Absolutely why, not. I can fuck with no feelings. Know. I can go on on vacations with no feelings. I could I could do everything with no that's feelings. That's not a relationship. Well, it's what, a situationship. Is... As you can go back to the 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 solidify. solidify <laughs> you know, Listen, I knew I knew I knew Gerald was was toxic when Gerald told me. When Gerald told me a few weeks ago, we, we were we were talking about um. Uh, we're talking about soul this ties. We're talking about soul ties, and Gerald um, Gerald said he's never experienced soul ties because he never go without any condoms. <laughs> wow! How did I know that's what he was gonna say? <laughs> wow. That's how I knew he was toxic. So whatever he just no, exactly. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> no, I got a condom on, no soul ties over here. <laughs> hey, call it what you want to, bro. But I'm just saying, like, okay, so to answer your question, right? To answer your oh damn, to answer your question, right? Um I just I just feel like I and I'm not the I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. I feel like there's a lot of people out there that's not vulnerable that's in relationships that they feel like their partners feel like oh they can't get through them or they can they they never talk to them or whatever the case may be and it's like there's something there just like me there's something there that's that's making that that gate don't open or that making that wall don't go down yep but they're still within that relationship okay okay i'm okay so let me i i I can go there because i can honestly say in every relationship that that i have been in that i wasn't 100 percent vulnerable you have to i have to trust you to a certain extent to Mm -hmm. be able to do so and vice versa I may say that I thought that I was letting that person, that man, be comfortable enough to be vulnerable. And in reality, my mouth, I had a slick ass mouth back in the day. You feel me? And I feel like if I, I had you... to learn how to tame that to be able to. That New York in you. It's like... not even that. It's just the savagery of this family. Facts. We like to cut you before you cut us. So that cut you it... before you cut me mentality. So you're... What's your sign? Yeah, survival. Survival techniques. Yes. What's your sign, Liz? I'm a Capricorn. Sag. Oh. Close Sag, but oh, Sagittarius. That sounded like, like a Sag, right, Ev? <laughs> I just feel like cut I you before like... you cut me. Like that is their mentality to a T. Nah, I mean it's just it was a cut you before you cut me type yes. thing. But even then, it's just it's it's survival technique. That, that thing. It is. It is. I, but it's only a survival technique that's taught once you've been hurt. I, I get that, and, and okay, so, so until you heal and you confront those as uh ab says shadow demons mm-hmm. you won't know how to be able to maneuver in your next relationship correctly mm-hmm. right so speaking or speak- with any relationship with people correctly speaking Absolutely. from my point of view right so like with the whole vulnerable spot i feel like men want to be vulnerable like you Damn, how can I answer this without getting they my do. ass in trouble? It's tiring, bro, to always be walking around all stiff and shit. It is. It is. <laughs> like, <laughs> nigga, just want to chill. Like, nigga, I just want to just play with my dick and, like, in silence. Like, that's, that's it. it. That's it. Honestly. That's, that's it. You feel me? All niggas want to do is just chill. You feel me? I have my bills. I have my, you know, my internet's connected. You I feel just, me? I just really just want to be here and play with my friends. That's bang. it. 
That's it. Okay, so like I don't me as a man as as he watched TV and hold your hand. (laughs) Me as a man, right? So I feel like like you said, Liz, I don't think I've hundred percent been vulnerable in every single relationship I've been in. Because I feel like even when I was getting to that point where I could have felt like I was hundred percent, something was said or something happened, or my uh, communication, whatever I reciprocated out there, or I put out there wasn't reciprocated how I felt like it should have been, and then now I was like, boom, like a turtle back you in shut, my shell. You, you shut down. Yeah. Can I ask you how did you end up there anyway? Like knowing that. Knowing what? Like, I guess that goes for both of you guys. Knowing what? Well, knowing what? What do you mean? What? 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 Knowing what? What do you mean? Knowing that you weren't fully like you know, you, Liz, you was like, well, I have been in situations where you know I wasn't fully vulnerable. Da, 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 da. Right, no, and she- I got myself out. So the thing okay. is, it's, it's it's based off of cadet saying you you basically you you inch your way into being able to allow a person in to break the break the wall. Right. So you give a person a little bit, and you see how they react to the little bit. Mm-hmm. Then you give okay. them a little. Bit more and you see how they react to a little more yeah. and then once they react stress funny test. to yeah stress. once they react funny to a certain situation or don't um meet the need as expected and you've communicated what your need was then you just go into a shutdown mode which isn't good so that's when you got to take yourself out of the situation but i there's a difference between transparency and vulnerability i'm always 100% transparent yeah that's easy <laughs> Customer service is transparency. Nah, it ain't easy. It's not easy. Because the person has to be able to deal with it. A lot of people cannot handle transparency. There's a lot of people that are transparent. I mean, in the name of awful things, but... But the other person has to be able to deal with your transparency, though. Transparency is not necessarily on you. It's on the other person that's receiving it. And, like, a lot of people can't receive that type of shit. Correct. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you shouldn't be in those orbits like you shouldn't be there anything that goes against what you're trying to do like let's say you're a loving person right Mm. i love 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 i love 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 and someone does something to you you're not supposed to stop loving you heal yourself and you can move forward in your in your your path of love i got a curveball you are that is like the gift of the gods who gave it to you or god you're a person that loves to love I got so a curveball. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. What I'm trying to say is that it's like having an assignment and then you let somebody else let you miss the assignment. Like it like it takes a lot to be in a relationship because you're manning yourself. At no point should you be manning the other person. So a lot of these questions should be answered by you just simply being in that headspace. If you're like, okay, well, you know, I do respect communication. Obviously, you're going to pick up on the fact if someone's a good communicator in the beginning of the relationship. All these little microaggressions that add up, and then one day this person does some shit, you're like, what the fuck? They have been warning you day in and day out. This is the type of motherfucker that I am. In little drops, in little pieces. Okay. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. All right. So, <laughs> all right. Before I before I throw in the curveball. All right. So, I don't. In my opinion, I don't think anybody can be a hundred percent vulnerable in their relationship, like a spouse, because at the end of the day, what you would talk about with your friends, you wouldn't necessarily talk about with your spouse. Because if I can't do that, you cannot your be my spouse. spouse. Why do you have more of a relationship with your friends than your spouse? Correct. Why spouse? If I cannot talk to you, you as my friend, no, 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 no. you cannot be my spouse. You can. Who are y'all married? No, y'all. See, nigga. No. Nah. <coughs> Go ahead with that shit. That this is a real Go on. Listen, you cannot talk to your man and be like, yo, that nigga is fine as fuck. Who can't? Who, Who can't? Cannot? You better fact check me. 
all of them. I talked to all of them the same way, and they y'all played. Y'all played. Y'all played. Not no celebrity nigga. Some random ass nigga. Y'all finna be like, yo, this nigga fine as fuck. That's why y'all single. That's why y'all single. Anyway, Kid G. You're saying this is your spouse, the person that you said I do to. This is supposed to be somebody that you die with and have a child and all this stuff, and you can't be a full self with this person? Listen, sometimes they're the issue, and you want to vent. You're going to vent to the person that's the issue? You can't do that. That doesn't work like that. Sometimes you, you will need that outside you outlet. Controlled environment. You can do it. Once so, Cadet, there, so, so it's obvious oh boy, that I you haven't crossed over the other side of relationships What's that you've side? never been on on some positive shit. This is the most positive relationship I've ever been in. Huh? This is the most positive relationship I've ever been in my life. Right. She's and, a sweetheart. Right. <laughs> and do you feel like you can talk to her about anything? Yes or no? Yes. So what? Why are we having this conversation now? I have a lot on my plate right now. My my ment my mental is literally everywhere. Even the fellas don't even know one hundred percent what's going on in my head. Like my brain is literally mush for the amount of things that are going on. So I can talk offline, but yeah, I, I can't necessarily say that I've I've spoke to her about everything that's going on because like me. I don't even think it's an Aquarius thing, but just me personally, right? Sometimes I just don't want to speak on certain things, right? Like sometimes I just want to, I just want a moment just to to take a step back, take it all in. Yeah, you know, just I take did. a step back. I don't necessarily so want to. Do you ever get to the point of actually saying out loud? Yeah, I do, but I don't like when I don't like when someone's like, "What's wrong? What's wrong? Talk to me. Speak to me." Like, no, let me speak when I'm ready. Like, I don't want to be forced. To, to spill what I have going on Because I'm not ready right? I just mm -hmm. want to you know, Take in what's going on you know, If I come with a conclusion Then that's what it is But if I get to the point where I feel like I want to have a conversation About whatever's going on Then that's cool But people that are like Yo talk to me what's wrong Like for me that doesn't help me To be like oh yeah this is what's going on When they say that Do you just tell them what you just told us About your process About why you think you're the way that you think yeah. Have you ever said what you just said? Yeah, I, I've definitely said that. Like, I, me personally, I like to like. Okay, let's just talk about. We're gonna take a little turn. Just death, right? Mm -hmm. I don't process <laughs> death the same for as other people, right? Mm -hmm. Other people want to mourn sometimes in groups. Me personally, like the last death that I mourned was my ex's mother. Right, rest in peace mm -hmm. to Alita Bats. That was the last person I mourned. Right, and. When it hit me, because I don't necessarily let all my emotions out, right? This is what we were talking about on the podcast today. As far as, like, men always having to be strong, right? I was literally at work in my old job. Fuck that job. I was in the morning briefing, you know, where they're assigning everybody. And, like, they brought her name up. And that's all it took, bruh. And you was gone. I was, bruh. Boo-hoo crying, dog. And I'm still trying to... I'm good. To the point where, like, one of my female coworkers took me and we just, like, walked off. Like, yeah. I didn't know it was going to hit me like that. But the mentality as a man is to just be like, yo, it's okay. I'm good. I'm good. But you're not good. But my question today was, is the world really allowing not even just the man, just the black man to not be good? Can Are we afforded that, that you know, are we afforded that basically sometimes to not be good or do we always have to be strong? And that's why I was talking about the Chad part. Cause he was just like, you know, I'm 7% here. I'm good. 
you know, I, I can't afford to not be here. I can't afford to not be 7% as opposed to that 3 out of 10, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like, we got to be strong for this person. We got to be strong for that person. Like, we're, we're, like, the women are the glue, right? That, they're supposed to be the glue. But as a man, it's just like sometimes you don't even feel like the woman should be the glue. You, you feel like you're supposed to be the foundation, the glue, just everything all around, right? And that's what I was so talking take- about. Yeah, so we don't we don't necessarily. I personally don't feel like sometimes I'm afforded that to to be able to break down. I don't like breaking down. I hate breaking down. I fucking hate crying, but I know it's necessary. Well, maybe you shouldn't break down. Maybe you should just process your emotions. And I do solo, but not everybody allows you to be solo. The buildup. That's why it's so dramatic. If you literally felt things as they just happened, things like that wouldn't just. I don't like that. I don't like processing I think it's, that. It's, I think it stemmed from, you know, from generation to generation. Men are, oh, yeah. weren't taught to be vulnerable because it depicts a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of that, men, and I they don't bottle it, up. And I don't want it to, because the interesting thing that we're talking about is just, are men afforded that luxury? And I'm just like, it's so easy to change that. All we have to do is just raise our sons to be allotted that. Like, the, everything happens with our kids. So all that needs to happen within this generation, anybody who's having kids after 2021, if you're instilling into these little boys that, hey, these are the times that, you know, are good, this is how you process your emotions, all the things that we're complaining about now, we have to start in the kids now. We can eradicate all that shit. It shouldn't be a man problem. It, it's, because it's literally it's, people raising little boys to be that way. It's, I, I it's, was, go ahead, go ahead. I will say that your parents shape you to a certain extent. You're, yeah. you're and then and then the and world then knows society. you more than your parents. Exactly. We can all agree. So, because, certain things that we've I, done, your parents don't know anything about certain things. My mom don't I, know I, I got two tattoos till this day. So. Uh, right. My mom oh, didn't no, know till last year. I'm not talking about in the sense of that on a surface level. I'm She's talking, talking about, about emotional. Not surface, so, I know, but. That so, whole man up, the so, whole man up, be a man about it. That's what I'm, talk, that's what I'm talking about, too. Yeah, changing the That's what I'm talking about, too. So this is why I'm saying that. It's because I can grow up one way, right? Like, I grew up in a Haitian household. You know, and strict as I don't know, I don't know, as I don't know what, right? So I go into the world, I go into high school and I go into middle school and, and, and I have my friends and my friends live a certain type of way or act a certain type of way. And me having the adolescent mind that I have, right, knowing that my parents doesn't, don't, wouldn't like that, but I like it. So I'm always going to go with what I like, not what, what my parents like, because I'm in the adolescent mindset. Of course, the way I thought before is not the way I think now, apparently, because I'm a, m- much more mature. But I will say this. Uh, I-, I take a lot from my parents. I thank them. But I also thank the world for shaping me who I am because there's certain experiences that my parents would probably never allow me to have or experience because if I if, if I would allow them to shape me who of uh, what I am, who I am today. So am, you, you can wait, never escape. I, I don't that. want you to. I don't want you to continue because I was so lost. Um, Welcome to the you. world of listening to Kid G speak on Kennel what, Talk podcast. What, what, what's what's, what's lost? What question you were answering? I'm answering yours. You're saying you're you're basically saying that that boys, people who are having kids, should shape them up in this and third. I'm saying that. No, your it's parents not shape them up. It's literally allowed them. Teach them, allow them, whatever, whatever have you. What I'm saying is, your parents have you, but for so long mentally. 
Right. And that, then they let those you Those are go. the vital years. You, I don't think you're hearing what I'm saying. The it most is vital. vital years are adolescent and early childhood. There's a Correct. lot of things that we're not being taught at this age. We need to fix that. If we fix that, it will it will literally eradicate the idea that men have to hide their feelings. Okay, I got so hold on, hold on, hold on. To piggyback off of what you said, Abigail, as far as like allowing boys to, you know, be these emotional beings as adults or as kids that grow up into adults. Is that what not what you're saying? It's being an emotional being. It's teaching emotional intelligence. Okay, no emotional intelligence. How to wash dishes, do their bed or... Okay, emotional intelligence, I agree. So, I also feel like there's a responsibility that we teach the ladies to allow the man to have that emotional yes, intelligence. Yes, this goes both ways. This is for right. both children. Right, this right. This is for both sexes. This is not just men. Because if we're going to fix... All the things that we have a problem with dating now mm. is literally to simply change the little kids that are coming out of the house. That's that's literally how we fix this. Yeah, because I feel like there's a fine line between like a man that's, you know, they might be in love with a woman. And then, you know, for whatever reason, tears are brought into the conversation. You know, certain women might look at that and be like, yo, he was act- he was crying like a little bitch, this, that and the third. Like, but that yeah. also comes to the maturity level. Right. But if a yeah, woman was doing that, that, right, but if a woman was doing that for a man, we're not going back to our boys and was like, oh, she was crying like a bitch. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's just like a weird, fucked up equation to where when a woman does it, we we understand that it's her showing her emotion, right? Like, we respect right. it. But when a man does it, it's just like, oh, he was being a bitch. As opposed to, Look like, this that, man, saying. Like, this man was showing weakness, which is, right. The fact that we know what each other is talking about, mm-hmm. when we're able to take a topic and everyone has a perspective on the topic, that means it affects everyone. Right. So if we all have the same gripe and we all have the same issues, it's literally simply just to teach girls that uh, uh, affection is cool, coming for both girls and boys, and teach boys that, hey, it's okay to show affection because you are a human being. You're not an animal. You're not this machine. You're not supposed to be this mannequin, whatever, all this Robot. pressure that niggas have to deal with. You are a person. And then they go to school, and then they meet friends, no, and no, no, then no, no, they no. go... Your, so that you're missing that again. This is a collective, meaning oh, everyone okay, everybody. But 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 here's where I'm getting from. Not everybody... Let's just let's just keep it realistically, because you're thinking optimistically, which is great. I'm not taking anything away from that. But realistically, we live in a world with different minds, different mindsets, different backgrounds, different different values. And to say that I'm going to groom my son exactly the way Abigail wants everybody else to groom their son. That's that that would be a it, it would be a great this, notion, but it's a false notion to this think is not that. a me thing. This is no 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 I'm, I'm it's a science thing. I'm just saying I'm, I'm agreeing with you, but I'm saying that it will never happen to that spectrum. The reason being is because we go outside and we experience different people and different things. You can only control your bubble but for so long. Like for instance, small story. I didn't I didn't I never yeah, like lifting never weights. Small. Right? No, no, it's real, it's real small. I never liked lifting weights, right? Uh-huh. When, when I, I got into lifting weights when, first time, lifting weights. The bar went and pinched my, my hands. Never never experienced that. Went to my coach and said, ah, coach, you know, I don't I don't like the way the bar is pinching my hands. He looked at me, never never was in the lift room. He's like, hey, man, stop being a little girl. Go out there and lift with the, 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 the second, third. And I'm telling him, like, Yo, the bar don't pinch. All, this, all the boys like, yeah, but you're supposed to just don't feel it. Let it hurt. It's supposed Didn't to be. No, no, wait, wait. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that I went outside of the realm, never lifted weights. Now, my parents don't know I'm lifting weights. I go into a realm where I'm lifting weights with other people with other backgrounds. 
And here I am, a virgin of lifting weights. I didn't know it was supposed to feel that way. But these niggas call me bitches. Cause yeah, I'm... they called you bitches because somebody would have called them a bitch. I, 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 that's the cycle thing that I'm telling you about. Your How do we change that? that? Because How do we change that with different him. worlds? How do we change that with different worlds? Individually. Like, you shouldn't worry about what the world thinks. You should worry about, you know... That's so hard to say, bro. It's not, it's not, it's not. Because you're in charge of yourself. So imagine yourself being one person and multiply yourself by like 10 million. So you can't tell me 10 million people can adopt the idea that it's okay for our children to experience real life emotions? Like how hard is that of a concept? Because we normalize it like we normalize everything else. If we normalize our tits and our asses out, we can normalize anything. Wearing Yeezys, that's normalized. Like... There's nothing that we can't do. Every single problem on this planet has a solution. We just don't have the time to sit there it's a and choice. take it apart to understand how to fix it. It's just society. All right, so I got a curveball, so we end this last last thing we're going to do. All right, do you think you can grow individually in a relationship, and how important is that? Yes, you can grow individually in a relationship. All right, Lele, you've been very quiet. Hold on, hold on, Liz. Hold on. Thumb All right, thumb go, ahead. go ahead. Lele. Go ahead, no problem. Absolutely. Um, it happened to me. Um, it happened to me. I, I went into a relationship, you know, one way. And, and I think because of the way that person was able to love me in such a healthy, um, manner, Mm -hmm. it pushed me to be a better version for myself as Mm -hmm. well as for that person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so because of that now, when, whenever I decide to meet someone else now, I know, I know that. Mm-hmm. I'm in a I'm such I'm in a healthy space and I'm mm-hmm. whole now where I'm no longer going to continue the toxic behaviors that I experienced in mm-hmm. the past. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. Liz. Liz, can you hear me? If we're not growing, we dying. If we're not wait, growing, we dying. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Seriously, if you're not growing in anything, either individually, in a relationship, in at school. work. Mm-hmm. Um, spiritually, physically, emotionally, you're dying. So to say that you can't grow with this person means you shouldn't be with this person. To say that you can't grow within yourself, you need to turn in, maybe seek some form of counseling, whether it be um, psychological or a small group or a church, wherever you feel like you need solace to be able to go in and figure out what's, the blockage at this point. Mm-hmm. How can I be able to move forward with whatever is holding me back? Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's something good for all of us to be able to go in and do a self-reflection every three to six months on ourselves. And if you're in a relationship, you should be doing it also within three to six months to say, hey, where are you at right now? Are we on the same page? You know, I... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Liz, you know, Liz mentioned three to six months. I was in a relationship and we did that every first of the the month. Um, And this person, it was that person's idea. And every first of the month we would meet, whether, you know, out on our date. And he would ask me, what am I doing wrong? Or what, you know, which area you know, that you feel like I need work in, you know, and of course it'll be vice versa. And that way, you know, we continue to do that. And honestly, it helped, it helped so much because 
now that you're doing every month, you don't have to sit and wait for months and months on a line because you're harboring things that's been bothering mm-hmm. you for so long. So mm-hmm. now by the time six months come, that's it's a like, maturity well, thing too. You, no, you but know my what thing you is, did on March six. No, but like three to six months. I'm saying that. What you said, Kit? It, it should be an equivalent maturity. to a healthy communication. Yeah. Now it's a maturity thing because some people will take. Right, so some people can't handle criticism. If you're telling, if you're, if you're, I agree with what you're saying. I, I think that's a great thing. I might, in, you know, take that after this. But um, I think it's a maturity thing because not everybody's gonna be receptive of hearing, you know, where they're lacking. You know what I'm saying? Like it's how you say it, though. That is true. And it's when it's brought up. You don't say it out of anger. Yes. You don't say it. And that's sometimes um, when the truth comes out. I hate no, that. I but hate if that. It's only coming out when you're angry. That's a problem because mm-hmm. you should be able to talk to me effectively right. and communicate. Hey, what you just did to me right now? I can't talk to you about it yet, but give me a few days. Once I calm down, we can have a conversation about mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. It shouldn't take months. It shouldn't take weeks later for you. If I offended you for you to wait mm-hmm. that long for an offense. Mm-hmm. Anything that anything that isn't communicated um, out of love has been done out of water. And mm-hmm. that's just mm-hmm. what it is. You know what I mean? I'm dropping gems on this one. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to get that patty. How you how you feel about that the 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 last one there? Are you still able to grow individually in a relationship? Should you be? Uh yeah. Um relationships are not like a us thing it's uh it's just someone who having a vip experience in your life and you have a vip experience in their life you get to understand them and see them in their most like intimate places you get to see them in the morning you get to see them when they experience loss when they're angry and stuff like that so i feel that going into a relationship you should always assume that this person will not freeze frame into this person that you met last Tuesday, you know, six months from now or six years from now. Like, people need to understand that you can't freeze frame this person, which I feel like is unfair that, you know, let's say you get married at the age of 27, you marry your high school sweetheart, you guys, whatever, and then you expect this 27-year-old kid to literally stay this way or within the confines of what's, like, like... To stay within the confines that are, like, tasteful to you, like, meets your standard. Because the moment that it doesn't and it causes, like, a rift, you have to kind of, like, check that. Which I feel like people are looking at relationships completely wrong because we try to do our relationships based on, like, our taste levels and where we're at and what we expect of others. Which is okay, but really you're not supposed to be expecting of others. You should already be operating at where you're at doesn't matter what they're expecting or what you're expecting vice versa but people should always know that in relationships that person is not going to stay that person that you fell in love with they are allowed to change and that's what happens and sometimes when people wake up and they're like yeah we just grow apart that's true because I met you when I was 25 and now I'm 36. I don't even know who that young girl was. I'm a completely different person now. You know, Agreed. I have these things about me and I don't know if I really want to be in this marriage with you right now. And it's making me very sad. And these are very real conversations that are very intense that no one wants to talk about because we, we as a society have agreed that once you're married, you're doing it for life. And it's just like, so so curveball real really quick. Nigga, what is how you your curveball a curveball? 
No, no, I, I know, but it's it's we're gonna we're gonna curve it again. But I just have a question for Abigail. Yeah. So so in a sense, because you you kind of brought up a word marriage, right? Mm-hmm. That we're we're not supposed to be in marriage for life. So what is marriage? No, no, no. Nah, she ain't that's that. not what she said. That's not what she said. Okay, okay. So so the 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 false tense, whatever that you said. Uh, mm-hmm. about someone or people having these notions that marriage is supposed to be whatever. What is marriage to you? Marriage to me is someone who decides to honor another person. For life? Well, for mm. when you are happy. Like, when you have decided, like, this is this is for me. Like, that's the thing. It goes where I'm going to go. It goes so far from what you know. It's not going to make a. It's not going to make sense within this but framework. That, that's hey. why. That's why I'm trying to get. That's why I'm trying to touch it because uh, I, I kind. Not kind. I do agree with you, and that's that's why I wanted you to touch touch base on that because a, a lot of people they have faults false notions that and marriage, it's not even that it's a false notion. People are not honest about it. Okay. People are not honest people, about it. Because like it, it can happen. It can happen. It's is no different than Coca-Cola or Pepsi. It has been branded. It has been branded to sell you a lot of stuff. So It's going to bring you happiness because you get married. Right. Yeah. It, it, yo, so it pays you this picture so you get into it and not understand the realities of people. You assume that, okay, I said I do. So I said I do to this young girl that's like sweet and whatever, whatever. Ass is fat. All that shit. This person, two years into the the, the marriage, they might get a terminal illness. They might mm. have cancer. That's better or worse. People. But you say that, that for better people, or worse. Bro. And then like, now you're in a marriage, you don't feel like yourself, you're X, Y, and Z, now you're feeling suicidal. And these are very sticky things that I feel like people are not privy to. Just because you get married to someone doesn't mean that they belong to you and for you to, for them to constantly fit your framework of your idea of them. They're a completely different person. You know, what's so funny about but that that's is what like... It, that's what it means to grow with that person, though. You got to understand, in growing with that person, those things, those life happenstances will shift. It's just Absolutely. like any... It's, it's just like any other friendship. Like, yeah. if my friend is going through something right now in this season, in, the, in that season of whatever they're going through, I need to be somebody that will be able to, let's say I'm going to be their emotional coach as far as helping them be better. And then the season may shift where that person needs to do the same for me. It's all about allowing that person to be who they are and grow individually. Marriage yeah. is a ministry. So, and then your marriage is a reflection of how God. Okay. So wait, 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 wait. So are we talking in the realms of religion or are we talking in the realms of just like open ended? Because those things don't, they're not the same things in context. What do you mean? Not in context, not the same thing as for marriage being what it is on just a person who is just, we're talking about just like marriage and then a person who believes religious ties to marriage is what I'm saying. So, it, we- it, But then it just goes individually. How you see marriage and how I see marriage will be two different things. This is right. my definition of it. So, okay. If my definition of marriage is that marriage is a ministry and that God gave us marriage to be able to be a reflection of what his love truly is in that reflection of what his love truly is. We're allowed to have faults. We're allowed to make mistakes. We're supposed to forgive. You're supposed to love that person no matter what. And in that no matter what, and this is what Cadet was saying in those vows for better or for worse, you're taking me at my best. You're taking me at my worst. You're taking so me during my highs. You're taking me during my lows. 
So just to throw curveballs, since we all throwing curveballs, um, let's say your person, baseball um, player, huh? Been married for five years, and then your spouse comes out to you and say, "I, I am a gay man. I am gay." You've been living in Atlanta too long, big dog. No, 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 no. no. This is real. <laughs> we have to treat things real possibilities, real life, which is it, right it is real life situations up. that have happened. Yeah. At this point, you understood. I went into this marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Saying that I'm I'm marrying a man, I'm a woman marrying a man. Y'all don't like this. And at this point, you're telling me as a man, you are now gay and you only want to see men. At this point, we're we're no longer married because yeah. this is you no longer value what we I don't have a dick. She don't have a dick, so she can't time. provide for you what you're looking right. for. Right. So what I was saying, you mm-hmm. said on I'm so glad that you said that. You was like, because you know our lot you're no longer honoring what we did or what we said at the time. Is that what you said? How, how did you, you say yeah, that? you no longer honored what we said in our vows to mm-hmm. each other in right. front of our friends, in front of our families, in front of Everyone, God. right? So is that not aligned? The does that is that not covered in the under the insurance of marriage, like you broke it down before? Because if that's the case, then yes, this is part of my growth. I didn't even know that I was gay. I was just like we suppress emotions, like you mentioned earlier. People mm-hmm. suppress gay emotions all the time. And okay, what? How? Now, how am I relevant in your life, emotion, though? What triggered you to say, "Oh, now I'm gay"? Did you did you step out on me and cheat? That that's another thing that also ties into that. You emotional, just, physically, right? It, and cheating is not just physical. Mm. You could have emotionally yes. been texting this person or it's your coworker, and now you've ha- have feelings for said person, male or female. Yes, it doesn't matter, same sex, male or female. At this point, you no longer honoring our covenant. Facts. Our covenant was to each other, Facts. regardless. And at mm. this point, for better or for worse, is in my definition of for better or for worse. We're still for each other, but at this point, I'm going through something. I'm having my own, let's say, air quote, suicidal ideations. Mm-hmm. Something has happened and it's triggered my whatever. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I feel like I can't be who I was originally or who I said I am at the moment. And I need, just need to grow. But right. that doesn't mean that it's okay for you to step out on me. Right. And no, have no, no. another. It's, it's, it's not even under the guise of someone stepping out on you. I have expressed to you, like, this is a realization for me. Either whatever, I mean, I went on a journey or something or whatever, and I came back to the realization that I am attracted to men, even the, though I have to so, with one. Th- this is, is my opinion. Covered, is that covered under the insurance policy that is the covenant of being married? Listen. Because if you, if we, no, if it's no longer it covered. To me, it's no longer covered because in being married, if you want to be married to me and you're attracted to men, it's never going to work. So what are we honoring? What hey, are we covering? Here's my right, opinion. So hold on. Here's my opinion. Here's my opinion on this. But hold on. You're not you didn't you didn't feel this this urge to be with the same sex overnight. You didn't feel it after you got married. So I feel like in you getting married it was a selfish thing on yourself Act. because oh, you were man. still dealing with this. People it's selfish. But you're People selfish. If you have a fear to get married, why drag someone else into that no, no, situation? No, no. If you feel that the fear of, of being gay of, in 2021, yeah, you could be gay and be afraid of it. A lot of people do that. Still, yeah. I mean, I like pussies. So I, I don't know. Amen to that. I, but uh, where cadet is coming from in that perspective, you knew. Mm-hmm. So why would you drag me into it? So this, therefore, what I thought that we were getting into, what we coveted together, mm-hmm. was false in the first place. Yeah. So it was never really honored. You never honored me. Yeah. It was. It was false <laughs> from the jump. You never honored me. So therefore, that ever you knew from the jump, you could never 
Okay, so this is for the conversation of knowing from the jump. This is not a this. So what I'm trying to simulate right now, this simulation is to basically. I'm bringing this back in about two seconds. The seriousness of what people do, which is I do not. I'm going to no. Maybe that was a phase. I don't want to think about it. I'm going to get married to this woman because I love you. A person can love you and still be attracted to a different sex. That is the complexity of the world like that's how complex we are as human beings we will literally marry someone because we truly love them and then have something that we're suppressing because it's like okay well it doesn't take away from me loving you so now you're act you're actually married to this person thinking like okay this is just a phase i'm not i'm not okay really so are you gonna act on it are you gonna act on on you know this urge that you want to be with a man are you gonna act on it i think that's what it comes down to like you can have feelings for another dude okay cool but are you gonna act on it you have to have feelings yeah. for another woman, but are you going to act on it? Because now you're disrespecting your, your marriage and your vows and what you, you know, stood on that altar and represented, which was a union, because now you're trying to step out and be with another person. Like, if you right. say as a woman, like, hey, I'm attracted to women. All right, cool. But are you, <laughs> you know, are you going to go to work and be like, hey, I like Becky. I'm finna, you know, have Becky eat me out. Like, that's when it becomes a whole different And this situation. is where I say it's no longer honored. Yeah. You can't say that you, you loved me, and we said this in front of our friends and our families and said these vows before God. Mm -hmm. You knew going into it where my mindset was. I was a one-track-minded female who wanted a male part and only male dicks all day, every day. I don't need no strap-ons, no nothing. Mm -hmm. I want my husband's penis at all times. Mm -hmm. And then you come to me as my husband and you tell me now you are attracted to a man. All right. You're attracted to a man. Let's break this down. What happened? What did we not discuss? Okay. Where did this go wrong? And then at this point where Cadet says, did you act on it in mm -hmm. order for you to realize this is what you really wanted? Mm -hmm. It never just happens. Oh, it's a thought. No, my dog got the church Thoughts finger. He got the church action. finger up. Go ahead. <laughs> the jack. I'm gonna just say this real quick. If y'all ever, if if y'all ever saw the show, and it's a show, it's TV. But if you ever saw the show Greenleaf, where um the lady was married to the man who was straight, yeah. but he had he had yeah. gay intentions. He never acted. Oh upon yeah, I had to remember intentions. the show. Yeah, okay, I he remember. He never cheated on. He never cheated facts, on his wife. Facts. He just started going to through apps and looking mm -hmm. at gay men, mm -hmm. and finally, finally, he decided to say to his wife, "Hey." I'm attracted to men. I don't know how to stop this. Mm -hmm. I want to love you. I want to stop this. Yes. But my urge is, oh, he never cheated. It yeah. was just his urge mm -hmm. for men subsided or over overlooked his marriage to the point where it, it overtook him because he was looking at men and he was he was um, fantasizing how he wanted to be with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so when 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 that plays a role um, and it, and that stuff does happen. Yeah. You know, how can you say that it was him taking action? Because he never did. He just he did. That's different. He, so you, you gave her that respect to be like, hey, I'm going through this and I don't think this is something that's going to go away or something that could be subsided. And you lay it out. Now, that's on her to make her decision whether she, she wants left. to still be. With. Exactly. That's what she I'm saying. She called him gay but and you, she left. But you have to give her that option. You have to give him mm -hmm. that option. You can't just mm -hmm. be, you know, doing your thing and then just hope that the person deals with it. All right. But, but, yeah. But Go I ahead. think the, the the question is uh, well what it what it stems from is when when Abigail was saying that yeah you should give that person that choice but Liz was saying that you should work on it unless the person stepped out no matter they might be going through this storm whatever 
I the the lady that was dealing with that man, she she decided to leave. Although she should have quote unquote worked on it because he didn't he wanted to work. He cried. So what do you what is there to work on when somebody has like a thing like that? There's nothing like, to work on. Try to and that's why I no, I wasn't saying it. I never said work on. I just said you got to be able to give me a hall pass. The person's like. Again, back to what I said, you got to honor. If, mm-hmm. if what we said together in this marriage is not being honored, then what is there to be in, in a marriage for? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if I get married, I ain't going to lie. I mean, I'm going to go on Instagram. I'm like Instagram models, but I ain't going to go after them. You hey, know what I'm saying? It's just, my boy. it's just, it's just, I, that's the way I, I, I just like other women. I like seeing them, but just like he likes seeing men and he had urges with men. I have urges of women. I could be married. It's the same thing. Niggas go to strip clubs and have urges all the time. So what's the difference? But the, that's the interesting take. The difference Even is, you. is acting. acting. Oh my God. <laughs> you tried to think. You have really surprised me. <laughs> that's some <laughs> fucked up <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's some <laughs> fucked up <laughs> shit. Wow. <laughs> hey, okay, so I'm going to bring it back to what the original topic was, which was growing individually. Um, we love to do this on this podcast. Um, we do, we do. All right, so growing individually. I think it's uh, it's very important. In my experience, I, in other relationships, right, I feel like I've been the only person growing. And that's why, for the most part, some relationships ended. Because I can't feel like I'm the only person that's moving forward or, or getting to another level. Right. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in this relationship, you know, obviously I'm engaged um, and I feel I still feel like I'm growing, uh, you know, with everyday things, with new things that I'm learning and doing and all that stuff. I'm learning or I'm growing. I mean, and I feel like because I love my fiance that much, I want her to grow with me. Right. Wait a minute. I'm a, I'm a pause you. Go ahead. You got to remember your level of growth may not be the same level of growth that she's on. So you can't compare your growth to her growth. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not comparing it. I'm not comparing it. I just need some type of growth. My thing always in the past was that these people were stagnant. They were cool with what they had going on. Right. Mm-hmm. And me personally, I get it's still, I guess, it's some type of a comparison. But like my growth may be, you know, 100 years. You know what I'm saying? Like it may be 100 years in the future, but then her growth is two years. Even if it's two years, I'm cool with that. What I'm not cool with is no growth at all. You know, my my thing has has been for the last couple of years, not even a couple of years, but maybe five years. So at like, what time to be someone supposed to be showing their yeah growth? growth. At what time? It's conversation. It's conversation. You should never be so like okay. If you're complaining to me about a job, what are you doing to get to another plateau or to another career? You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. and and for me, and this is what I always say: I'm not a person of words. I'm a person of actions. Like, you could say whatever you're going to do a hundred times over. What are you actually doing to get there? <laughs> Me, personally, I'm never going to speak on it. I'm going to do it, and then I'm going to put it out there. Because I've learned, like, you speak shit, and then it fucking fails. You look retarded. Whatever, right? I'm personally that person that's like, all right, I want to do this, and I speak to myself, and then I get it done, and then we speak on it, right? But me personally, I cannot be with anybody that's just like, yo, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, but then nothing happens. Like, that shit drives me bonkers. Like, even for a person I'm dating, for a friend, like, I'm going to hold you to to a higher, you know, esteem. Like, if you tell me you want to get this done, like, what's up? Like, what we got to do to get there? Like, I don't want to be with anybody or surround myself with people that are just cool with, you know, their, their nine to five McDonald's job. You know what I'm saying? I'm not knocking those jobs, but like, if we're in our 30s, my nigga, you can't still be the fry cook, like... 
We, we, we need some type of growth. <laughs> we can't still be doing that in our 30s, all right? I'm 31 now. Kid G's about 39. You think, <laughs> that's, fair? <laughs> you think that, that's fair, though? What? You're measuring somebody according to your own stick? No, I didn't say my own stick. I'm measuring you, you said to a, a, what your growth. You're measuring that person. So let's say for you, 30 is a big deal. So by, for, for you, let's say you was like, okay, Cadet is doing this at 30, right? So what are, what are you measuring your friends thing? At? I'm not measuring like, my friends. You? I need them to grow. Like if you don't want your people to grow, like why are you it's cool not with that them? You don't want them to grow, but you have to accept that sometimes people will. Some uh, people are cool move with bullshit. Exponentially slower than you, right? Where it doesn't even look like anything is happening. Okay. And that's where you got to have those conversations. Where I mentioned you cannot grow, you cannot measure your level of growth to their level of growth. Yeah. Mm. I, and for you, you're saying. If you match me, if you have a content, not necessarily because I don't, it's content not match. or stagnant mindset, it doesn't work for you. It does not you work. You want somebody who is ambitious enough to go after what they're complaining about. So if I'm complaining about um, not being able to move up in my job, am I sprucing up my resume? Am I doing extra things on the job to be able to make myself a stronger candidate for Agreed. another position? Yeah. So you want to be able to hear and see that. Not even just versus, hear. I need to see it. Like you can speak everything you want to talk about. We all know somebody that just be but like. But if you don't work with me, you can't see what I'm doing. Exactly, so you I, I, and I'm, I'm the person to, to to work with you. Not necessarily like work with you in that aspect to like, oh, I'm I'm at your job every day. But work with you to the point where it's like, hey, you hit me up, like, hey, what can I do to you know fix my resume up? Send me your resume. I know some people that can you know fix this up. Or hey, okay. I need some information on this. All right, cool. Like you at least put it out there. But if you're just like, man, I fucking hate my job. But then you're not doing anything to change it. Like me personally, I complain every fucking podcast. Fuck California. I'm going to say it a million times. <laughs> fuck this expensive I ass agree. place. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like I applied to other agencies and I've done my due diligence to get the fuck out of here. But if I'm just here like, yo, fuck California and I'm not doing the, the groundwork to get shit done. It's just like, shut the fuck up. That's just how I feel. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And I feel like you if you love someone enough, you love them enough to want to see them to grow. And I'm not saying you have to force them, but you shouldn't. If I see someone every day, they're fucking sinking more and more, and I don't put my arm out and I try to pull them out, I don't give a fuck about you. I agree. Mm -hmm. And I that's agree. what I'm meaning. Like, yeah. if I'm dealing with something, if I took, if I, if I felt like this person, this person was uh, important enough to me to want to put a title on it and to want to marry them, obviously I would want them to grow. Because at the end of the day, if you're dating somebody, their growth is your growth, right? Mm -hmm. Because if they grow and they become this person, that helps both of us. They are a reflection right? of you. Ex yep. Exactly. They are a reflection of you. And that, and that goes to your friends as well. Like, you got your friend that's just bummy all the time. Like, my nigga. I'm a strong believer in that. You can't be in my camp and I don't see you successful. If I'm growing, you're growing. If exactly. I'm eating, you eating. Exactly. And if you don't want to eat, I'm going to force it down your throat. Let's go. Pause. <laughs> yes, Liz. No, seriously. <laughs> I've never been that friend to not whoever I meet or whatever to push you to be the better version of yourself. Yeah. You may not do it for me, but I'm definitely going to do it for you. Yeah. I've always been that way. It's in my nature. It's nothing that I can never, I can't just shut it off. Mm -hmm. Do you think people, See, com do you think people compete in relationships? Yes, yes they compete. Absolutely. They shouldn't. They absolutely. shouldn't, but they do. They do. But, they but, it, and, oh, but the moment that you pick up on that shit, that's part of shadow work. People be knowing when they feel a way about their spouse, no matter how tight they are. If you feel, if you have resentment 
towards you your spouse and girlfriend and stuff, people don't be saying stuff like that. And you got to check it. That's Because that's when you begin angry. You start saying, oh, the truth. That's just not the truth. Those are just the petty aggressions that you've been putting off to the side that have collectively come out in that moment. Kid, what you were saying? No, nah, I was just saying, like, I, I, how can I, how can I word this? Kid, you lost for words. No, no, I'm, I am because there's so many thoughts that I want to just say something on. I want to back on what, um, on what Cadet said. Um, me personally, you guys can't hear me right Yeah, right? we hear you. We yeah. Hear you. Um, me personally, I understand where he was coming from in terms of, you know, you know, I can't be with someone who's stagnant because when you find yourself as a person and you find your, you just want more out of life and you end up just being with someone who don't, who don't see an issue with being stagnant. The minute that you get to a point where you are elevating now, all of a sudden they looking at you sideways like, Oh, you know, he think he better than me. Mm -hmm. No, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. so now you start to make me feel bad at the fact that I want better for myself. And do you have to dim your light to have someone else yes, feel comfortable? You want me to dumb down my gifts? Fuck that, right? You worry that's so bright. For you. Go sleep in the closet. The fuck? Yeah, nah. But some people do that. Some people do that. Dim in the light. They dim their light to allow the other person to feel comfortable. Some people do that. In all honesty, whether it be friendships, you know, uh, family or relationships, sometimes people will dim their light just so the other person can feel comfortable. I will never do that. But there's, I, a le- there's a level of dimming your light. Am I dimming my light so you can be able to get a step up? And then once you get your step up, that light now brightens back up for me to be able to match your work. And I say this in a example of, let's say I'm with somebody. He's in medical school. He's doing everything that he can do right now to be in medical school. And then I'm not in medical school yet or I'm not attaining my degree yet because financially we're together. We just can't afford to do it yet. Once he's done, then it's my turn to be able to go in and get yeah. see, my master's or my doctorate degree. I know people that do that. Now is being picked. And say, for instance, we've got children in play to where both of us can't be in school at the same time. Right. One has to be able to look out for the child or whatever. And will that does that still count as dimming your light? No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Okay, just making sure. No. Some yeah, people I, I, like, but I, I know I know relationships like that. Those, those relationships, that might, that might relationship like should go forever. Their, right. Some people That's feel called, like that is teamwork, straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I but some people don't a, understand that. They may feel like okay, at that point, oh, he's done with school or she's done with school. She's attained her doctorate. She's now in her medical profession, and they've just forgotten all about me. No, nah, that's the both of you got to see the bigger picture. And one person, Correct. actually, both of you have to be able to, to to make that sacrifice because even the person that still continue their education, they're making a sacrifice to the fact that they know you want to be in that position, but you're you're allowing them to be there, and there's a pressure on them to like succeed because it's like okay. My wife. Damn, cadet. My wife. <laughs> he's stupid. He's deep as fuck. <laughs> wow. My wife took the back seat for me to accomplish this goal, right? If I fail, it's like, damn, nigga, like you just wasted like two years that I could have succeeded, possibly, sure. right? So there mm-hmm. is added pressure on the person that does take that step forward before the other person, right? And there's a selflessness, which I, I believe, like, you can't be in a relationship and still be selfish. So. In my opinion, I, I know people that have done that, right? They One person decided to go to school. Or no, let me tell you. This is what it was. One person decided to work, and they took care of all the bills, and they allowed the other person to just strictly focus on their nursing program, 
right? Once the person did their nursing program, this person wanted to be a pilot. So now he's no longer working. He's strictly focusing on that, right? Mm -hmm. That shit, like, that's a great relationship, in my opinion, that both of you can understand the bigger picture, right? You got a fucking full-fledged nurse and a pilot. The amount of money that will be coming into this household is ridiculous, right? But you got to be able to see that picture, and you got to be able to, like, take a back seat. And some people just can't do that. Right. But you know what it is, so it's it's because people don't like to live within their relationship. They live outside of their relationship. By that I mean like they they're looking at what other people do and what their husbands Fuck or what opinions, their man. What, you know what I'm saying? Like 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 it's it's so easy to say that as a person who is selfless, right? I'm in a relationship with this person. I want to grow with this person. I want to move on with this person, right? And I'm going to do whatever it takes for me and him to uh, for or me or her or whatever the case may be to get right or to get to a level of uh, financial stability to where no one can touch us, right? Whereas a person can say that, but then the minute that the person is in school, well, you don't got you don't never got time for me. Oh, so Sharonda went out with yeah yeah yeah, and now I got to stay with the kids because you you want to you want to study you want to do something. My and question like, is, why are y'all in a relationship? <laughs> like, what I mean, hey, it, we know it, plenty it goes, of people in fucked up relationships exactly. right now. Exactly. Exactly. First so, of all, it is nobody's business what you plan on doing with the rest of your life. You could be a pilot all you want. That doesn't mean that you should be in a relationship and you probably go through the program quicker if you are devoting all of your time and focus on that thing. Like, why do people force themselves into getting into these very serious commitments and but, try but to society. like these really big goals? And and not only that though, but think about it. Sometimes let's just say you Let's just take Cadet's example. Let's just say that, for one sense, like I'm, I am with this person. I do have kids with this person, and I think that it would be good for me to go to school now that they have achieved whatever they needed to achieve. Now we got kids, so can you hold the fort while I go to school, while I do what I need to do, to, so that way we can get right. But you get in that notion where you're 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 in a in a path where you want to do something different in your life, and you're already in a relationship mindset. It's not like we just got in and you're acting like this. We're we're in it. We're we're five years, six years, ten years in it. And I'm telling you, I want to do more with my life, so that way we can be better. And here you are. You know, tell me, oh, how much I don't have time or how much I don't want to put in or this that, and third. Sometimes it's not that you get in the relationship with the person. Sometimes you're already there. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is this go this stem off of growth. Like you want to grow just as much as that person grew. You know what I'm saying? And you just need the help. You just need, hey, baby girl, can you just hold down these bills or this that, and third? I'm going to school. This is my schedule. This is what I'm doing. And I can only I can only do but so much as a man. You know what I'm saying? So can you help me? Because you're supposed to be my rib. You're supposed to be my yin. I'm supposed to be your yang. You know what I'm saying? So it, That's it, a lot. That it, is so much. It is what it is. It is what it is. Like, it's it, the truth is, these relationships exist, nonetheless. Oh, I know. I, if, I, if I'm being very honest, my heart hurts for people like that. Because it's like... It's a lot, but nothing, nothing worth having is easy, right? Thing works Facts. effectively is like all thrown all over the place, and you have to sort it out. It's just a lot, and that's why I brought it up as is that dimming my light? In nah, to do so, you're not dimming your light. You're not. I, no, 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 I, and I'm not just talking about for me, and I'm just talking in general. Is that dimming that person's light? No. Because not everybody has that effective communication. I know a couple to where this is what the ideal plan was. 
I'm you're going to work full time and I'm going to be able to go to school. And as soon as I finish that degree and I say, hey, it's your turn. Mm -hmm. You're so used to the money. You're so used to Mm -hmm. the Mm-hmm. Stuff coming in, you no longer want to do that. Yep. But when mm-hmm. elevating in my career even higher, you're now jealous yep. of the placement that I was. Mm-hmm. And then you then resent me for it. Mm-hmm. But I never said that you couldn't do it. And I'm now giving you the opportunity, but you chose not to because you were chasing the dollar. And mm-hmm. this is how cheating starts. Mm-hmm. Fuck it up, Liz. <laughs> Sorry. This is how cheating starts. How we got back to cheating. What? I'm just saying, because you, you don't want to let me be great. I, I thought we grew I, on this episode. No, 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 no. Fuck that. You don't want to let me be great. And and I sat back and I let you be great. Man, no, fuck that. She I, didn't say that. that she that's didn't not say what that. I said. She didn't say I that. Said, she allowed you know him to do it, but he was in love with the money. Through something. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm saying I the fork down. You got your hey, you got what you need. We didn't hear you. you. Hey, calm down, you big dog. You, you calm got down. You, I'm about to mute this nigga. you know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. I'm just saying. You, you fucking up you. your sound, bro. I can't hear you. you All get a little I'm excited. saying is you got where you needed to be, and the and the whole notion was once you get yours, you wasn't you're listening, help me, and I'm gonna get mine. You wasn't listening. Gerald didn't hear a word I said. He he heard the opposite. Yeah, he did. Again, again let me let me run he it just, back. He was he listening to argue. He's projecting. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Gerald, if I have anything for you to work on for this year, is try to be a little bit more positive, bro. You I'm always, I'm always positive. I just hate, I just hate when people don't, when people try to get over people, or when people don't go with. That's not what, what Liz was saying. That's a perfect example of pessimistic behavior. Why do you assume that people are doing that? Stop doing that. Hey, Stop call it what you call it what you want. Call it what you want. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Yo. That nigga said, eh, I'm negative. So. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, uh, to all the listeners on Kennel Talk, this is a perfect example of ineffective communication yeah. because I am saying something and what he heard is completely, completely different. So it's better in a relationship. Did you understand what I said? Can you repeat back what you thought I said? Is a great way for someone who's dealing with a man like Gerald to understand what went down in the conversation. And yeah, in all the I'm saying, yeah, don't text all, niggas like Kid G, bro. Don't don't text niggas. You got to call I'm that saying, nigga up. All I'm saying is, Liz. No, oh, I got to call him up because I'm speaking loud and clear. Liz, Liz, Liz. Are you a cancer? I am. Liz, Liz. Oh. <laughs> Liz, Liz. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say like this. So, Liz, if, if we're together, right? Mm-hmm. And you say t- the plan was before we got kids, anything like that. The plan is you're supposed to get whatever you need to get, right? So I let you go to school. We got kids. I'm gonna hold down a fork. I'm gonna go to work. I'm gonna work eighty hours plus. I'm gonna do what you, we need to do in order for you to get right. You mm-hmm. graduate. You got yours. You're happy. Now I'm like, okay. Now it's my turn. I need to go listening. get. I need to go. No, no, no. This is my version. I'm just saying. This is my version. So um, I go ahead and I go get whatever. I'm, Let I'm him get, talk. Let get, him talk. Can I get there? Wait. God. Fuck, hey, fuck your version. So, so, so what I'm saying is I get, I get to the point where I need to get mine. And you mm-hmm. say, oh, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I already, I already got there and I, I'm, I'm happy and I need to go ahead and do what I need to do. Now you're, now you're selfish because now you don't want to, you don't want to help me. And this is where you, this is where you miss what I said, Gerald. That I said, now it is your turn to go. But you're so in love with the money of having those 80 hours and you got that money coming in. And now we got my money coming in, too. We were good at one point. Let's say year one, year two, we banking because you still making that money and I'm making money, too. 
And I tell you, it's your turn to go back after, let's say, year five. I have mm-hmm. not elevated in my career because my education has advanced. I've been promoted. I'm now doubling what we were making together on mm-hmm. my own. You then become jealous of the fact that I'm doubling it because then you re- you resent me for saying, oh, when it was my turn, I didn't get a chance to go. But in reality, I told you, go ahead. It's your go. And that, and that would happen. That definitely, okay, so, definitely so would happen. So I understood it differently because in my mind. Oh, was, no, we, we, we like, established that oh, you understood know, it differently. Negative Nancy. We know. <laughs> oh, I, I understood it very differently because, you know, I, I hate when people get off. Very you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like it burns me when you Girl when you have a plan. Issues, huh? What you say? He has some serious unresolved. Oh, that's a fact. No, no, no. It's nah, not hell, it's not nah, nigga. Just, nah. I, I try to make sure that people understand. Like, you can't just get off on people. The like, first people, step is admitting, my brother. People that get stepped on for for just all the wrong reasons. Because like a true cancer lord. It is what it is. I'm, I'm gonna say it like it is. Um, you know, you you sit there or. Going back to what we were saying, like vulnerability. You get there, you go, you show them this. I'm gonna need you to say the word right. And then the person steps on you. He don't, I don't know how like to that be. shit. He, he don't know I, how to be. So I don't this like is, that this shit. It's like his third time saying I the word. Like I don't know what the shit. fuck a vulnerability I don't, I don't, is. I don't function well off that. Like fuck it. What is fuck this? It, fuck it. Fuck it. King vulnerability. Yeah, dog. You got I'm just saying. I'm just Jill, saying. Yo, in your next relationship, I suggest counseling. Oh, no. Solo counseling, counseling right nigga. Now. No, 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 no. He needs counseling. He needs ca- no, no, no. I'm not saying he doesn't right need it now. In the relationship, right he probably gonna need counseling too. So each of them, because if I gotta deal with Gerald, Gerald, my man, I'm gonna need some mental help from another realm to be able to take Gerald. <laughs> I think I think you know what it is. I just I, I think I'm just too petty. Once you throw a little a little rock at me, I'm I'm ready to. We throw know cancer. I'm petty too, but nah, I'm you ain't gonna to do me wrong. I'm not gonna do you wrong. It's just not. It's not. But that's I the got, thing, Joe. If you're waiting for the petty, this is where it becomes a problem. It's a part of me. You, you can't expect to, it. It's a part of me. Hold on. What'd you say? What'd you say? <laughs> what'd you say, Lily? You have to get better if you want better than you do better. Because I'm gonna do better after I do you wrong. You can with your toxic behavior, and how is that helping that? Because it's not. It's hey, either man. End. Let, let the woman talk. Cannot continue to take pride in the fact that you know I'm petty and I'm you know because that's who I used to be. <laughs> okay, okay. So let's just be honest about that. But 2020 taught uh, 2020 was such a, a major uh, life lesson for me because I got to a place where I started to reflect on certain behaviors, toxic traits that I had that mm-hmm. I used to point out. You know, um, and my partner, right? Mm-hmm. And because one of the things that I noticed is that a lot of times we scream certain things that we want from that person, but we don't even have it in ourselves. I got it all. Able, I just need for you to catch up. Not able to do that. Like I, <laughs> I at one point in time where I was so big on, you know, you're not communicating, you're not communicating, you're not communicating. And it wasn't until I realized, like, wait, wait a minute, I wasn't communicating effectively either. We, you know? we, I, I was trying to tell her. You know, you. Was. <laughs> so, so here, here's the thing with me. I, and, and this is just me being bluntly honest. What would you, would you call this? Um, uh, self check. You had a word for it for self check, Abigail. You call it shadow work. Shadow work. Okay. So here's the thing with me. I, I get to a point. Once in my life, 
when I was dealing with a girl, um, I was a up. very bad communicator. Like, I didn't want to talk about my feelings. Uh, you did me wrong. I'm just going to keep quiet, right? Whatever. I'm going to just wait till the breeze go off until I actually get it fixed or whatever. But I've gotten to the point where I communicate so effectively. And when you don't, when you say, okay, yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay, I'll do right. And it goes one month. And then the second, the second month come around, you're right back to where you started. That's who you truly are. So don't get mad at me for me pulling back or me not acting a certain type of way because of how who you are. You know what I'm saying? And it's so easier said than done. Well, why don't you just go ahead and leave? A lot of people can just go ahead and leave. Sometimes you just don't want to see your investment go away. You know what I'm saying? Ho- hopefully you just want to go ahead and make sure make I don't want to say that. So people- how long do you want to be in a negative in order for you to not see your investment go away? Because if I'm understanding stocks correctly. If I put money into a situation mm-hmm. and it's not growing and then the the company goes belly up, I have lost regardless. Not There's necessarily. No if we're, if no, we're no, going to no. listen, if, I said the company went belly up. I mean, belly mm-hmm. up means they went bankrupt. There is no more investment into that company because that company can no longer make whatever they were producing to be able to, for that stock to get higher so if that's the case then i just lost this is a lose-lose situation stocks go, stocks go down all the time sweetheart it does, they no. don't, they don't stay some up. evaporate no 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 some evaporate they, they, because they go they down, go down so keep bad mind, no one will ever put money into you can't put money into some something that belly up right so at you the end, can bitcoin, because originally we no were, you, the, you, the you can't no, if we're talking That's about why stocks, I got Bitcoin, baby. You, 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 know what I'm saying? you can't listen, Liz. <laughs> you I understand you. Hey, you realistically, you can't put money work. into a belly work. up stock, into a belly up company. You got to have some sort of sort of asset. Something. This is right? why you wasn't listening again, Gerald. Again. I said you put money into a company, and then the Nigga, company went belly up. Meaning the company went bankrupt after you put your money in. You Before, thought it was gonna be. You thought you were gonna have an ROI, which is a return on your investment. Mm-hmm. You no longer can have a return on your investment because that company now went bankrupt. This is now a, a synonym or a similarity to this relationship. You went into it thinking it was gonna be one thing. Now you are belly up in this relationship. You cannot force it to make money where there's no money to be made. Mm. Okay. So period. So so my whole thing is this: it's so easier said than done. A then lot. It's of, a reflection then of do you. It. Then do it. Stop no, saying no, that. No, it's a reflection of you. Of you. If you're saying, I refuse. I refuse to say that because because once you leave, the person finds some way to come back and say that. Then it's a reflection of you. You then go ahead and say, "All right, I ain't fucking with nobody else." It's a reflection of you. Let me just go ahead and jump into it. No, go ahead it's a reflection of it. you wanting that toxic relationship. You didn't learn, you didn't heal. Because no. if you would have learned, you no. you would have healed, you wouldn't want something that... I don't that think y'all listening. This man done told you he was a toxic, negative mess by five You months. right, you right. <laughs> Give up. It's in his dead corpse. Wait, time out. Where the fuck is Cadet? What? I'm here. The... Where is Cadet? Y'all can't hear me? It's I can not, hear you, Cadet. I can hear you, Cadet. There's only one I person can. that has grown from this three years of Kennel Talk podcast, and his name is Cadet the Bowlegged Assassin. Um, we're going to continue to pray for saying? DJ Kid G um, because he's probably a lost cause. But uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and end this podcast because <laughs> this nigga has lost what the fuck we was talking about. Like He's went on a whole different tangent, and I'm not going to entertain it anymore. It's over. I'm right. talking shit, ain't it? But anyways... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we can't hear you. Like, I don't know Jerry, how to fuck you. Hey, listen. <laughs> nigga, it. we can't hear you. All we hear is your fucking headphone static. Anyway. But- <laughs> Shit.
with Terry. Uh, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Abs. All right, so we're going to end it. So I can't late. fucking hear you. Okay, so shut the fuck up. God damn. Do you not why understand he, that? Why is he le- why is he keep saying it loud? Like are, it's He's like a deaf. Me. He's like talking to a deaf person. It's like he thinks hey, getting louder hey, is going to allow him to hear me. Midnight, I can't hear you. Okay. All right. Bitch. <laughs> fuck so you. Wait. I can hear you. See my middle fingers? <laughs> you need to stop. Hang up, nigga. Anyway, uh, all right, ladies, thank you for coming we need on. To stop. Oh my god, this Jerry. nigga's fucking up. All right, there's there's not gonna be a I kid wish G I, I outro today. I wish I could hear today. him talking shit right now. There's no, there's not. I really wish I could there's hear not gonna shit. be a. Uh... Did he stop it? <laughs> Can he see me? Anyway, we're going to end this. Ladies, go ahead and plug everything. Oh, he said hang up. Yes, all nigga. Right. Oh, my God. All right. All right. All right. It's your boy. Kid G. We out, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Guess. you out, nigga. Bye. <laughs> Wait, we're not out, ladies. Go ahead and plug whatever y'all got going on and, you know, people to check on. Abs, what do you have going on that you want to plug real quick? Bye, y'all. What? Okay, what was the question? What do you have that you want to plug? No, I need to hear. I need to hear his question, though. You can't hear nothing. Y'all related to me. Oh my god, Nick! What? Oh, Tell this hear? nigga we're leaving I the can podcast. Hear all three of y'all. Tell it's him it's an outro. Tell him his outro to shut the fuck up yeah. <laughs> so we can get off. Go away. He said just yeah. Okay, well I I hear that. I can Liz. I can I can hear you just fine. The only <laughs> nigga I can't hear is Cadet. I can hear all three of y'all. I'm Joe, sorry, interrupting. The goodbye of the podcast. Oh, Bro. that's oh, that's what it is. All right, all right. It's your boy DJ Kid G. I'm out. Man, fuck that nigga, dog. <laughs> fuck that nigga. Yo. <laughs> all right, Abigail, go ahead and plug what you got going on, man. God damn. All right. Um. Well, you know, it was a pleasure sitting here talking to y'all today. It was so good seeing like familiar faces that I haven't seen in a while. Um. I really enjoyed this conversation. I hope to be uh, among the few people that you choose cadet to have. Um, shameless plug, uh, at Abs Petit is my follow name. And I also have a creative online resource for Haitian creatives <clears throat> to basically work on set. So like if you are uh, a DP, a producer, a PA, whatever, and you're kind of like looking to get into the industry, or if you are in the industry, basically it's a place where Haitian creatives can come and uh, do their thing and uh, leave job posts and see what's going on. And y'all can also follow that at Color Me Haiti um, uh, uh, for the Instagram. And then it's colormehaiti.org is the, uh, the website. Okay. Um, Liz, you got anything going on? Ain't you want people on to follow on. you? Don't want people to follow Ain't nothing going on, but the mortgage, you know, nobody needs to follow me. Yeah. You don't be online anyway. I don't. That that was another thing of of my 2020-2021 year is releasing myself from social media. I had a horrible addiction. Yeah, I I, I got rid of it. I got rid of it from like December to about February, I think. Yeah, I got rid of it. And then Twitter kicked me off, those little fuckers. Apparently, when you go over 30 days of inactivity, they just delete your shit, little motherfucker. I ain't going back. Oh, really? Yeah, I ain't going back because I'm not creating from scratch again. Fuck that. I don't even know who I was following. Hey, because then I can hear you now. Oh, can you? Can you understand to shut the fuck up, nigga?
<laughs> I can understand. I can understand that now. <laughs> All right, so Liz is not plugging that in. Lily, I know you definitely got something to plug. Go ahead. I do. Oh, <laughs> got a whole podcast. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> wow. Solidify, people. I, I am the marketing manager. He is actually S O U L space I D I F Y. Hold on. Oh shit! Oh shit! S O U L. Uh-huh. I-D-I-F-Y, no? Yes. So yes. I spelled it right. Why you got me looking crazy? Nothing. What's it about? That's something. Um, go ahead, Liz. Answer the question. Oh. <laughs> she is the host of this thing. She is the creative. I just make sure that she stays on check. Basically, we're just talking about everyday life okay. and through the eyes of a Haitian millennial. And somehow... Um, Somehow the podcast took, I feel, feel like the audience, they just, they love everything, of course, surrounding, you know, relationship, because that's what pretty much life that's, is about. Yeah, that's, that, yeah. Pretty much what life is about. Um, and we're, we're so much more, much more healthier than Gerald's uh, mindset, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Get him. Much more, you know. Ghetto, 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 dirty, 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 yeah, dirty. So. Oh, we girl mind. Have fun. We do have fun on there, but we do discuss important topics such such as you know childhood traumas, you know, and um the double standards in relationships. Amen. Double standards. Effective communication. Um, any in every single thing. So um, yes, so you can listen to us on well everywhere we live your podcast. Facts. Okay. Well, um, I don't have anything going on. Y'all can follow the Instagram page, uh, Kennel Talk underscore podcast. Order more shirts. There's no fucking link. Hit the DMs on Instagram and order a goddamn shirt. Okay. We go up to about four X. And yeah, that's about it. But uh, or you can follow my personal page, Cadet underscore three six five. Don't be or acting mine. weird on there, dog. Or be mine. Or you can go on mine, uh, K I D D G underscore. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, man. I appreciate everybody for coming on today, man. Y'all have a blessed night. Uh, Kid G, fuck you. Um, but yeah, as always, <laughs> it's Cadet. It's Cadet, the bow legged assassin, and your boy DJ Kid G. Uh, uh, <laughs>